0: Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the Morning Side Hug.
1: Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian.
0: We are a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com.
1: On today's show, Sunday Cool got karen in record time.
0: Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is August twenty fourth already. My gracious. And we have a holiday to celebrate.
1: Where has the month gone? Where's the where's the year,
0: year gone? gone? Yeah. <laughs> my gosh. What a throwaway <laughs> garbage year.
1: Well, you can you can celebrate this holiday with your cool keto waffles. Because yeah. it's National Waffle Day. Whoop whoop. Whoop pass the syrup we'll welcome any occasion to indulge in this iconic international treat with so many varieties belgium hong kong stroop waffles galettes to enjoy in countless ways from adding classic toppings like butter and syrup fruit and chocolate to waffle sandwiches and holding bun or hot dog buns <laughs> holding buns holding
0: and well that I mean technically
1: that could be a new thing. <laughs> and hot dog buns we can't wait to eat them at every meal
0: i mean i don't know if i i don't know if i had tried them as waffles yet when i first told you about the chaffles Mm -hmm. which are cheddar and egg based waffles with some almond flour in them uh or not cheddar specifically but cheese I made them as waffles, like with some sugar-free syrup and butter, uh, and I used the mozzarella cheese with mm-hmm. that because it's milder and a little bit sweeter, and ooh, boy. It's really hard to tell the difference between that and like a standard Eggo waffle. Yeah. It was very good. So, very there, good.
1: And there's so many ways Almost that you no can... Carb. Like, so many variations that oh, you can yeah. do. You yeah. know, you could mix in some pizza sauce and... Mm-hmm. Oh
0: that uh of course s- classics with blueberries or stevia chocolate chips or things like mm-hmm. that yeah yep. oh my gosh mo there are zero carb semi-sweet chocolate chips
1: your wife has told me
0: they are phenomenal
1: I have heard
0: and then they've come out with low carb flavored versions there's a mint chocolate chip there's like butterscotch, there's a fake white chocolate chip, all of these salted caramel, and like a handful, like twenty six of them is one carb. Hmm. I mean, usually when I first got into keto, I remember hearing the 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 easiest way to get like a, a shot of sweet stuff would be fix. would be get. A can of whipped cream. Yeah. It's like one mouthful. is one carb, which was great, but there's no, like, there's not a lot of substance to it and it's over really quick. You know what I mean? But these are filling in that gap of, like, (coughs) candy bars or things like that. Oh. Yeah. They're just fantastic. I think it's, I don't remember the name. Zixby's? I don't know. That's not it. Something like that, though. Something with a Z. Okay. Really good stuff. No, it's not. It's Libby's. That's what it is. It's not Zixby's at all. There's no Z at all. Libby's semi sweet bacon chocolates, really good stuff.
1: I mean a Z and an L. A Z and an L I mean,
0: yeah, they're almost the same. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so the the last time you heard us, we actually recorded um two weeks worth of shows two weeks ago. Uh, so a lot has happened uh in those two weeks. A lot of a lot of things have, have materialized uh in both of our lives. A lot of decisions have been made and and we got a lot to update you on, so I'm going to go first.
1: So buckle up. <laughs> Hold tight. We uh, might be here a little while. Yeah,
0: so uh, I'm sure you you and Deidre had lunch, a couple lunches over mm-hmm. that course. I'm sure she's filled you in on some of this. I don't really know. But uh, Deidre and I have set a date of when we're going to start trying to have our third kid. Woo-hoo! Which uh, we're excited about. And it's very soon, because we're going on vacation. We were supposed to go to dang New York. We were so excited about it. Talked about it on this show when we were planning it out. Supposed to go to New York back in June to celebrate our 15th wedding anniversary. And uh, you know we had half a year waiting through this COVID, hoping, is it gonna materialize? And COVID didn't go away fast enough. So here we are, not going to New York best estimates of new york city really opening up the way most of the way it was anyway for visitors next summer and we don't didn't want to start having a kid until after we got to have this vacation with just me and her which is something that we haven't really done outside of like a day trip to lubbock texas you know with just me and her something we haven't done since before having kids at all yeah so this was really important to both of us to have this time together and uh New York just ain't going to pan out. We're not willing to wait to start having our third kid until next summer or later. Who knows? So, we have devised a uh, road trip, which is something we've never done before, but has always been one of those like romantic ideas Mm -hmm. you you see in movies and whatever. Let's go on a road trip. Go all around the country or as far around the country as we can in the nine days that we're going to do it. So, yeah, we're excited. We're going to go Colorado through this... uh, Scenic through the Rocky Mountains uh drive, go up to see Mount Rushmore, go over to St. Louis, get on the Mississippi River, uh go down to Nashville. It's gonna be fun. Gonna it be is gonna, a, be gonna, gonna be fun. It's going to be its going to be a big trip. A lot You're of driving.
1: See so many different parts of America. Mm-hmm. That's just all um, in the middle part. Yeah.
0: I've been, you know, I've been in every West coastline state, so I've seen plenty of the West. Yeah, been to California in multiple places. Been to Portland. Been to uh, Washington. Uh, even over there next to that, been to Idaho. Been to Texas, but that's as far like east as I've gone. Oh my and goodness! So this is gonna take us all the way to Nashville. That's close, and then
1: it's still not east though. Hopefully,
0: it's you east, uh, east and east. But yes, yeah. we uh, <laughs> East Coast will be our, our future selves, yes. I guess. The next time we get to go on a big trip, which yeah. will be at least three or four years from now, but so that's that's what's happening. We're excited. Uh, we'll be on the trip by the time our uh, shows air next week uh, for you guys. So uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be fun. But uh, those 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 are our updates, which are all really fun, uh, exciting updates. Bo has updates. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what adjectives to use for her updates. So when I we have... last left our heroes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have fun and exciting updates. That was uh, such a good show. Which one was that? Heroes. I thought. Oh, heroes.
0: Yeah. No, I mean that's just a standard comic uh, book line. But yeah, that uh, was a really good show. At least that first show. season. The first season was just. A knock out of the park.
1: That's one of the things that we started watching when COVID hit. We were like, you know what? Going through Heroes? Let's buckle down and watch this show. Actually get into it.
0: Have you watched it all or are you still in it?
1: We are still in it. I think that we stopped watching it for one reason or another. Life happened.
0: It drags a bit. Well, it's because season two happened when that writer strike happened. Okay, and so their production shut down and their story got basically thrown out the window halfway yeah. through the season because they came back and were only able to make a few more episodes. They had like a whole 10 more episodes they were supposed to make to tell the story they wanted to tell. And so they had to completely do a 180 on a lot of storylines, throw curveballs into it, and mm. it just felt un- incomplete. And that really ruined the pace of the show. Yeah. And so they really tried to come back with season three. I really liked half of season three, the second half of it. And then season four I really liked because they went many different directions. But by then it was like the writing was already on the wall. They had lost so many followers of season two. Yeah. They weren't able to gain a lot in season three. And then by season four it was just gone. Yeah. But they did come back with a bonus season. A few years later.
1: Are there only five seasons?
0: Five seasons, to, well, four from the original run, and then, and the, then bonus. The, the bonus, the Heroes Reborn, which I thought was fun. Okay. But yeah, it's good. It's worth it. I think
1: it. I think we are on season four. So.
0: Season four would be the one with the circus.
1: Maybe not then. Okay. Hmm.
0: Season three was cut into two pieces, okay. like two chapters. I know that's how they go, or two whatever. Okay. So. You might be on like the back yeah. half of season three.
1: And it just feels like season four. Yeah. So, anyway, what were we talking about? we've dug our feet long <laughs> enough. I feel like there needs to be like this dramatic music or something. And last time that we spoke, we were getting ready to move to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And we were going to take back row radio social distance. Yeah. <laughs> But we don't have to do that anymore. Like your husband and your son already
0: gone, right? They were already gone.
1: Yeah, Topher and Chris were already in North Carolina, spent the week there. Um, Chris realized very quickly that the job he was offered was not sustainable for our family. And so he did a big U-turn, about face, and came back.
0: (sighs) Noped his way out of there. Yep. Said, forget that mess.
1: Yep. Immediately reached out to his previous employer here in town. I reached out to the schools because I was like
0: you were offered, setting up uh-huh, for a job. I already, was offered yeah. a
1: position and had to resign. Um, both of us have gotten our jobs back. What? It's <laughs> kind of crazy, honestly. I am well aware that that is not how life typically works. <laughs> so um, it's just one of those things that, like, I we were both so certain that this was the way that God was directing our family yeah, and everything was falling into line. And then I think Chris got there and he was like, you know, does God ever test us? (laughs) And I was like, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I just feel like, I feel like for so long, we were so unhappy and just trying to find a way out and trying to find a way back home and closer to our families. And, and I found a way, and then I feel like God's like, now go back, because you don't belong here. <laughs> this isn't where you're supposed to be. And I was like, well, <laughs>
0: that,
1: that's kind of hard to say, but if you're feeling like God's telling you to come back, then come back. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying I made a mistake. I went in the wrong direction. This is not what, what we were supposed to do. I'm coming back. Yeah. And so that's where we are.
0: I mean, it's just
1: I had just packed up the entire right.
0: house. Right. Yeah, that's you had finished everything. The
1: entire everything. house.
0: <laughs> house was on the market. You'd shown it to a couple people five already. Five showings. Five already.
1: Five showings. In a week and a half. We had five showings.
0: Oh. All that stress and work just to reverse everything.
1: Reverse, reverse. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> that is exact. So I was like putting the last little bits, the last things that you know, mm-hmm. you just kind of leave out so that you can continue to do life while you're in the middle of a move. <laughs> putting the last little things in a box, and I, I was just like, Chris called me. I think it was Saturday morning before he headed back, and or no, Friday night before bed. Yeah. Friday night and he's like what are you doing and I was like well I'm sitting here staring at a box trying to figure out if I need to continue packing it or unpack it (laughs) (laughs) and he was like well I guess you can unpack it so that is what we've been doing for the last week the kids have made the most of it they each have switched their bedrooms
0: oh really (laughs) yeah
1: so what was Mila's room is now Topher's room what was Topher's room is Cannon's room and what was Cannon's room is now Mila's room okay so they've done a little,
0: a Round little clockwork there. Work yeah.
1: there. Um, we've completely got their bedrooms set up again.
0: I mean, you got the all the crummy parts of moving, yeah, without any of the fun stuff.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like so we're trying to make it fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I remember complaining because after Deidre and I got married, we moved literally, like. 10 times in eight years. Yeah. Like we had to pack every roughly year and a half on average and move somewhere else. And I was so sick of packing and unpacking boxes Yeah. by the time we got to our house now that we're actually like, that like we own that we're buying, you know? And so, uh, or paying off, I guess. What is it? Mortgaging? Is that what it's called? I'm an yeah. adult. I promise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost 35. I swear. But to think of, Going through the hassle of packing up your entire house only to just All right, well, that was a fun activity. Let's open the boxes back up. Yeah. (laughs) That would be highly annoying.
1: It (laughs) so and I've had so many friends ask me, I actually had a good group of my girlfriends get together last Friday night and or last Saturday night and it was supposed to be a going away. Yeah. I was supposed to be leaving. (laughs) And Friday, when Chris decided that he was going to come home, I texted that friend that was hosting and I was like, we can cancel the dinner. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, we're not moving. And so I had a good like five, six hours where I was angry and bitter and frustrated. I'm sure. And then I I realized really quick that I could allow myself to just kind of stay in that place and be grumpy and be angry about it and be bitter over it, and feel slighted in some way, or really, I just need to turn my thoughts around, take my thoughts captive, and just find the joy in it. And there is so much joy that's to be had. I planted a garden this year. And it's actually thriving.
2: And so I
1: don't have to say goodbye to that garden. That was actually something that was going to be very difficult for me in selling our house. You know, I can't, I wasn't going to be able to uproot that garden and move it across country.
0: Well, even your whole backyard, y'all like finished a lot of projects, really made it a nice like Mm -hmm. hangout morning space and all this kind of stuff. Which we
1: haven't been able to hang out or do anything in there this year. But you're ready now. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) And you were very proud of it.
1: Chris built a nice huge fire pit. We actually spent the majority of yesterday taking down the pool, completely cleaning it out, and then putting it back up. And so it's currently refilling. Yeah. We figure we've got at least another month of summer. Sure. Summer left. So...
0: We're still hitting the hundreds. Yeah. So, so
1: why not? <laughs> um, yeah. There's little things that I would still love to be able to do in the house, you know, to just kind of finalize and finish, touch those those high-end Yeah. Things that we've been working on during coronavirus that we were finally just like, eh, it'll be okay. So you're making
0: the most of it, yeah.
1: I am trying. I am trying. I -hmm. really am.
0: So I remember when you were moving and you were announcing that, there were, like, two groups of people responding. And it was a bunch of happy people and a bunch of sad people. Uh And that's because you have a lot of family and friends. Over on that side of the country, mm-hmm. who were like, "Yay, you're coming back finally!" Mm-hmm. And so there was this balance of people trying to really be nice and not rub it in the other group's face. Yeah, of you're coming here, you're leaving a lot of people sad, and then your announcement that you weren't moving, it was flipped. Exactly. There was a lot of people here saying, "We're really excited, but we're sorry.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> we're sorry that we're so excited, but selfishly, we're glad you're here." Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of other people like, well, that's a huge bummer. Well, we were looking forward to seeing sucks. you. <laughs> yeah.
1: I texted, you know, the closest friends and family mm-hmm. before I made a Facebook announcement because apparently that's like the kosher thing to do. It, it's very,
0: yeah. It's it's <laughs> nice to give a heads up to the people that are really in your life.
1: <laughs> so I texted my brother and sister in law who were. Probably two of the most excited people. Of course. Um, They would have been just four hours away, and we have kids that are all the same age, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and my brother and I have always been close growing up. He is my only older brother, Mm -hmm. so. Um, We were just, both of our families were like, yes, it's finally happening. We can finally really invest in each other and make huge family memories, and, you know, our kids can have this relationship. And I messaged them and I was like, I don't really want to go into details. I'm kind of in a bad place. I don't want to talk about it too much. But I want to let y'all know, this is what's happening. We're not moving. And my sister-in-law was like, how can this even happen? How does this even happen? I don't understand. All the bad things always happen to us. (laughs) So it was definitely one of those, like, I felt so defeated, yeah. almost, for letting down, because it's mostly family that's on sure, that side, yeah. you know, and just letting down, like, deflating that balloon that, like, we were all riding the the high of. We're like, yay, we're all going to get together. We're family Christmas and yeah. meals and pop. Just kidding. Bring yourself back down to earth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a bummer. It uh, is a bummer. But... And- And and I did so much work (laughs) preparing for what this long distancing is. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Really, what I'm saying is, I'm the victim here. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing. And you owe me an apology. Matt, I am
1: so sorry.
0: Look, no, I really am. I'm bummed that. that you don't get to go on that adventure because I know it was exciting Mm -hmm. you know it was sad to leave here I know you had already kind of resigned yourself that you were going to be here for a lot longer than you thought and then this kind of was a surprise Uh, not necessarily a good surprise that started it uh, the motion but hey at least y'all look like you're going to end up over there I understand near family and all that that's a huge bummer and uh, I hate that aspect of it
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but selfishly I am very glad you're gonna stay here and I know there's a lot of people who feel that way uh in your church and and uh Deidre and I of course but uh yeah it's it's hard to know exactly how to react around you when you're not here we're jumping for joy (laughs) that you're staying around but I gotta be a little sensitive to the fact that this is kind of a
1: no, you can jump Deeply. for Deeply.
0: It's just another 2020 thing. That's
1: exactly. Just 20
0: is again a garbage year just throw it away. <laughs> Can't just Let's just end it here. Let's just stop today.
1: What's going to end up happening though in like 10 years we're going to look back and it's going to be like you remember 2020? Oh yeah, that was the year of coronavirus. Like this this move not move move not move, whatever we want to call it. <laughs> unmove. This unmove? <laughs> It's gonna be like almost like an afterthought, yeah, I feel like. Just
0: another blip. Just Yeah. Just a chapter of the coronavirus monster.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> is there any rule that says we as a world can't just say 2020's over, we're gonna start with January tomorrow? <laughs> like there's no governing space body that I says mean, are, like you must follow our calendar.
1: There is no rule. <laughs> I will say that, you know, though, I got to tell you, Matt, we were, I was driving here this morning thinking about this because I've, and I've said it numerous times, but there's a group of people that's like, can we have January already? Can it be 2021? <laughs> and then there are people who were like, you know, I, I don't even think that it, by November coronavirus <laughs> is going to be a thing anymore, or I, oh, surely it's not going to go past Christmas, you know? And I just like, just a word to the wise, and I'll keep it short, because we're running long. (laughs) Let go of expectations. Right. (laughs) Because when we begin to have these expectations, these timelines, that's when life really begins to let us down. And it's not even that life is letting us down. It's just simply that no one follows our timeline. Life does not follow our timeline. There's nothing that says when January 1st, 2021 hits, that coronavirus is gone and the year is going to be amazing. 2021 could be an even bigger bust than 2020. Uh, Lord, I pray it's don't, not. Don't Please, that, dear God, don't, don't let it be. Don't put that voodoo
0: on me, Ricky Bobby.
1: But it is a possibility. It is something that could happen. And so just like I was saying, we've got to find a place where we can find joy in the moment.
0: Or counterpoint. Here we go. <laughs> have the worst expectations. Just expect to be miserable for the rest of your life, expect that the coronavirus will just get bigger and scarier, and then, when it does lighten up, you'll be really happy.
1: So, (laughs) that's my husband's mentality. (laughs) Just just be
0: miserable with the hope that one day.
1: That is how he lives his life, and I have to tell him, like on a regular basis, at least once a day. You don't have to be miserable.
2: <laughs>
1: you don't have to. So there's the, and I know a lot of people who um what is the whole they consider themselves realist when really you're a pessimist. Yeah. You're Realism, you're not being yeah. a realist. You're being a pessimist. <laughs> they hope for the best but expect the worst. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's Chris.
0: Being, just being honest. I'm just, just, just being, being realistic.
1: real. I'm just being real. No. No. We have to choose to find the joy in every situation. We have to choose to be happy. I agree. Because if we don't, we're going to walk around miserable and grumpy. Or if we're setting our expectation on something, we're going to get let down.
0: And you know what? If you're struggling being happy, you can fake it till you make it.
1: Fake it till you make it. Smile.
0: Force yourself to smile. And literally, that does start to make you happier Mm -hmm. the more you do that.
1: Wake up every morning and think of three (laughs) things that you're happy for. Write them down. Write them down. Absolutely. Even if it's that pillow that you're about to lift your head up off of. (laughs) Even if that's one of the things. Even if you have to reach for the things that you're happy for, that's okay. Because it becomes a pattern and a habit and it changes your whole life. Yep. You're welcome. There you
0: go. (laughs) We will end it there. Keep it here because Critical Hit with Hector Mira is coming up next.
1: And when we come back, the badge number stands.
0: Stick around.
3: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mirai with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. I'm sure many of you have felt like you have no clue what's coming in the future. That because the world has basically been on pause, it's hard to understand what's next, what's going on, or what we should expect coming up. Because everything's just kind of stopped. Well, DC Fandom helped to put at least a sense of normalcy and things we can look forward to. DC Fandom was a 24-hour online free event, basically an online DC Comic-Con that didn't suck. And what it did is it showed us all that DC was doing, all that it had planned, all that it's working towards. And DC hasn't had the best track record lately, but they put on this event that really was great. You see, we've had an idea of what DC was doing, but not a full understanding like when dc announced that robert pattinson was going to be batman a lot of the world was confused or skeptical or just frustrated that this was happening and they they just couldn't get a full grasp on it or what rocksteady was going to do with a suicide squad game or how black adam would be portrayed effectively by the rock it's just one of those things of like i hear what you're saying but i don't fully grasp it and, you know, coming out on the other end of DC Fandom, I think a lot of people understand a lot more. Like, there are people genuinely applauding and cheering what they've seen so far as Pattinson's Batman. Like, oh snap, this could actually be great. Um, people have a much better understanding than they expected to. And, you know, really it just took a little time for people to be able to get a clear picture. You know what, that's how it is with us and God, because we aren't always going to understand what God is doing, but if we're patient, we will. You know, there's this crazy moment where Jesus approached Peter to wash his feet. In John 13, 6, he came to Simon Peter, who asked him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Like, Jesus, what are you doing? Don't do that. And he had no idea what Jesus was doing, but Jesus responded in John 13, 7, Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Y'all, that is like one of the most encouraging verses to me that if we simply trust Jesus to let him do what he's going to do, we may not understand right now, but one day we will understand what he's doing. Faith and Fandom is a ministry of outreach and encouragement to geek culture. You can connect with us at Faith and Fandom, finding God in geek culture on Facebook. We have several books of geeky Bible studies and devotionals. Book seven just dropped and is the perfect place for you to start in the series. A metric ton of memes and have multiple podcasts, including Love Thy Nerds, Pull This Podcast, which I co-host. I'm Hector Miran. And that's your
0: Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Let's kick off this portion of our show with five random facts.
1: Among the regions of America, the South loves waffles the most, with 81% of Southerners passionate about the golden brown treats.
0: By the way, all these facts are about waffles, because it's Waffle Day.
1: Oh, that's... (laughs) I... Was supposed to read the parentheses, but I didn't,
0: <laughs> and
1: so we had to backtrack. Six out of ten of Amer- six out of ten Americans think chicken and waffles belong together.
0: Should be ten out of ten, y'all.
1: Listen, mm. I think that those that four, those four that that don't know,
0: just haven't tried just it. Just don't know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just yeah. haven't
0: been exposed to it.
1: Exactly. Ooh. and it is one of those things that you're like, chicken and waffles? I don't know. I'll it be really like honest. It would work. I am a pancake person more than waffles, but love chicken and waffles.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, man. Mm. So
1: good. Uh, The world's largest waffle flips out the griddle at a whopping eight feet and 110 pounds. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) That is a huge waffle. There are at least 13 prominent types of waffles. Belgium style waffles are by far the most popular around the world, but every country from the United States to Hong Kong has its own unique cultural twists.
0: Mm-hmm. Hold on, going back to that other one. An eight foot, like, I'm assuming that's eight foot across and it's a round waffle. That's a bed.
1: That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you can crawl who's, up and fall asleep out there on, that waffle. on that waffle. <laughs>
1: I'm sure by now it's probably pretty stale, therefore it's probably pretty hard. may have even molded.
0: Hey, don't ruin my my fun here.
1: (laughs) Um, And lastly, early Americans, including Thomas Jefferson, threw waffle frolics parties with the sole purpose of feasting on waffles. A A
0: waffle waffle frolic. frolic. That should be a church event when we can have food events again. Instead of, you know, just a prayer breakfast, say, come on down to the men's waffle frolic.
1: There you go. <laughs> but it kind of makes it sound like yeller. Like when I think frolic, I think fairy. And so you think I think. fairy? Yeah. Okay. They're going to frolic through the fields. So I okay, think. Well, like, I mean, I think frolicking gonna...
0: through the fields, but I just think of like two people skipping through a field.
1: Yeah, I Holding guess hands. just the idea of frolicking <laughs> makes me think of a fairy. Very whimsical, very childlike. So, I mean, maybe maybe that's something that the youth could host,
0: mm. not the men. Okay, I get you. So there is a uh, a new phone scam going around. Uh, have you heard about the badge number scam?
1: No, I have going not. Around?
0: Okay, it's a new one. They're hitting elderly people, and honestly, and I hate to admit it, But it's a brilliant scam the way they're pulling it off.
1: You're not supposed to say things like that. I know.
0: I don't want to compliment you. But it's it's a convincing one if you're not prepared for it.
1: Okay.
2: So this is
0: how it happens. Someone calls up with uh, a spoofed number of a local number of whatever municipality they're calling from. And they claim to be an officer in such and such jurisdiction saying that they have located uh, drug cartel houses in El Paso where credit cards taken out with your name and social security number have been found. They are calling to tell you that there have been warrants issued in your arrest, which have been a part of scams before, but it's, but before those were like, there are active warrants against you. We're coming to get you. Call us now. This is like we've we found warrants issued in, in your arrest, but we have tied them to these cards, which we know have been your your identity was stolen, and so we have we're in the process of canceling those. So you don't need to worry about that. And <clears throat> what it is is what it's doing is it's trying to get you to confirm what your full social security number is, but they build up this whole convincing story, including. Key elements of giving you their badge number, their name, their badge number, and then a bunch of case reference numbers. They overwhelm you with official sounding reference numbers and badge numbers to convince you that this is real and this is really happening. And then somewhere in there, they trick you into giving, giving them your full social security number. By, of course, saying that just in case you're not who you say you are, I don't want to give you the number that we have, but I do need to confirm it. If you have your, uh, can you give us and confirm your social security number with us so we know that we're talking to the right person? So it's giving the appearance of we already have all this information.
1: Mm -hmm. We just want you you to to confirm.
0: You need to prove that you are who you say you are Uh before we move any further.
1: And for the true person's safety, we're not going to give you your social security number just in case I'm not speaking to the right person. Right.
0: Which makes you trust them. Right. Implicitly. Because you're already in this moment. You're already in this moment now full of fear. Exactly. That, okay, I've just learned my identity has been stolen that it they're opening up credit cards, that it's being used by the drug Drug cartels, that I had warrants Warrants. in my name that you're trying to clear up, and now they're already trying to clear it up. They're already trying to get everything fixed. They're your hero. The person on the call now is your hero, and they're so official-sounding. They said they're from this place. They have a number from this area. They gave me their badge number. They gave me all these case reference numbers. Why would I not believe this phone call? It's...
1: It sounds believable. It's
0: it's a smart scam. It's a really smart scam. And uh, my mother fell for it. (gasps) But luckily, and the only thing that saved her is that she can't remember her social security number. (laughs) (laughs) She has it locked away in some safe that she couldn't find the key to. And so she was never able to give them her social security number, and that's the only thing that saved her. Thank but you, she Lord. called but yeah, she called, still believing fully that this was real. <clears throat> and you know, they said that uh, they'd have to send someone out to her house then to verify her identity, blah, blah blah. And they hung up. And so they continued with the story. They didn't just like hang up and give up mm-hmm. or whatever. So she still thought this was fully real. She called me, telling me all about it, and I'm sitting here thinking, this is an elaborate story. And so I go online, and I just kind of search some of those things, Mm -hmm. just like El Paso, drug houses, stolen identity, call, all this. And there is someone who, yeah, I got a call from this number and told me this story, and it was almost verbatim, the same story, at least the same facts. But the key that stood out was they gave me a badge number, and... Two drug, two houses in El Paso, where they found these uh, stolen credit cards. So it wasn't always drug cartel, but it was always El Paso, and and I guess, and I'm assuming that's in this area, New Mexico, Texas. If it's happening other places, it might be different yeah. areas. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, it was very elaborate, but it was there. And I'm like, okay, give me the phone number that they called you from, because mm-hmm. if this was an yeah. actual police officer from what there'd be a number. It would be a real number.
1: You would be able to call them back. There
0: would be no reason it wouldn't be a real number. So I'm hoping that give me she gives me the number and I am hoping that I call and it's like a response thing. Like there's someone there, uh like at a call center type deal and I say, Yeah, I was planning. I got a call saying that someone had stolen my identity uh and they told me to call back on this number and I wanted them to give me the whole spiel. Yeah. Like they had called me. I really wanted it. I really wanted to play along. It's been so Google has gotten so good about uh blocking out spam from your emails that I don't get to have fun anymore. <laughs> and I really wanted to have fun. But uh no, I called back and it's all oh, this number is not in service. I'm like, Oh, see.
2: Mm-hmm. So I call
0: my mom and no, it's totally a scam. Yep. So just if that ever happens, they don't call you like that. They either come to see you directly or they send you a letter first. They don't call you for this kind of stuff. Yep. And so um, we're sitting, so we got that, you know, squared away. Half a week later, I'm sitting here in prayer service at our church and uh, a lady that we both know, an older lady, uh, Lisa, starts saying that, you know, she's been having a rough go of it lately already. And... As she's listing off the things that have been uh, been going wrong for, for prayer, the last thing she says is, and on top of all that, my identity's stolen and my ears perk up. Mm-hmm. And she says, I said that they had opened up credit cards that it was being used for the drug cartel, warrants my arrest. And uh, someone said, are you sure that was real? She goes, yeah, I got a badge number. And I'm like, Lisa, <laughs> I like speak up from the back. Can I talk to you outside real quick? And do the exact same thing. I get the phone number from her. I'm like, do you still have the phone number? It's like, oh, yeah. Let me call that real quick. And it pops up as what seems like another scam. It's like, thank you for calling us about our product. If you're interested in our promotion, please press 1. There was no, like, this is what our product is. This is our company. It was very generic and weird. I'm like, see, if this was was a real call. That would not be what was answered.
1: Did you convince her?
0: <clears throat> yes, yeah. And okay. luckily, she didn't give her social security number out either. Good. Uh, at least that's what she claims, and she seemed relieved, so I'm assuming that was true, uh, because she's very worried about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they also told her, okay, we're going to have to send someone to your house. And I think they say that to scare you oh, yeah. into, okay, well, here it is,
1: because
0: yeah. you know, nobody wants anyone to come to their house, especially right now with COVID.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and the <laughs> thought of, like, you know, if there are warrants out for your arrest, right. then they come the first to your house, thing that maybe you, they're lying. Exactly. The first thing that you think <laughs> is I'm going to have like six police officers banging on my door trying to knock down the door to issue this a warrant and take me to the police department.
0: Yeah. Like for something you know, I didn't do. Exactly. Yeah. You
1: watch enough cop shows and that's how you think it's going to go down.
0: Yeah. So they they are I don't know how they target I don't know if they already have some information, possibly your uh, the like the last 4 of your social or something.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, if they gotten your name from some sort of breach somewhere else, but I they seem to only be targeting elderly people, so they have to have a list somehow. Yeah. So, if you get this call, it sounds super official with a badge number, what you should do is just as a just to test it hang up the phone in the middle of the discussion and then call the number back. Mm-hmm. If it's real, they'll answer again and you can say, I'm sorry, I got disconnected. Nothing's going to go wrong. If it's fake, you're going to get a dial tone or a fake message. Mm-hmm. And that's a simple way to test it. But there's like almost no chance that that's the call you would get in Absolutely. this situation.
1: And there's nothing <clears throat> wrong with saying, you know, I would feel better coming down to the police station and talking to somebody well, face-to-face.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's not going to be in your area. It's always one state over or something like that. The one that called my mom was from Texas. The one that called Lisa was from Oklahoma. It's like, well, isn't
1: that convenient? Right.
0: It's always you can't go down and see them in person. Uh, So that's uh, that's what's happening. Keep an eye out. Tell the tell your uh, older relatives to be on the lookout for something like that. Say if they start giving you their badge number. Just hang up because <laughs> that's not how it works. They hey say Nick, your identity was stolen.
1: I hope you're listening. <laughs> Inform your dad, please.
0: Because I mean, it's a oh gosh, it, it really is a brilliant scam. There are a lot of scams that I'm like, how on earth did anyone fall for this? Most of them are that way. But this was like, I might have fallen for this first off. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I hate
0: to compliment him. I really do. But this is a smart one. This is a really smart one.
1: I'm just thinking about my father-in-law receiving that call. And my poor father-in-law, he, you know, he's... (laughs) My mother-in-law passed away almost four years ago. And so uh, he can't hear. Mm. He has hearing aids, which... Like ninety-eight percent of the time, never work. <laughs> never. He speaks. He communicates through text all the time. So I'm those. I hope that those people call my father-in-law <laughs> because they're gonna get a run for their money when talking to him the whole time. <laughs> what? I can't hear you.
0: <laughs> what
1: about the drug cartel? <laughs> I yeah.
0: would not like to join. No. No. no thank <laughs> That's exact.
1: And listen. They have a group text message between my, my husband, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and father-in-law, you know, where they all just communicate yeah. as, as one.
0: Conglomerate.
1: Yeah. So that there's going to be a text message. I got a phone call today where they're asking me to join the drug cartel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's such a long drive from here, guys. <laughs> We're on the East Coast over here.
1: Right. I can see, I can see <laughs> Nick trying to convince him, Dad, that's not what it is. It's actually this, it's a scam. Don't answer it next time.
0: <laughs> All right, stay on the lookout. Stay vigilant, people. Right. Keep it here, because Not Another Bible Study with Kyle and Matt is coming up next.
1: And when we come back, Sunday Cool reaches out to Gen Z and Karen's gets us.
0: Stick around.
1: What does that mean?
0: They uh, get suspicious. That's oh. what sus means. <laughs>
4: Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. Praise him for his powerful acts. Praise him for his abundant greatness. Praise him with trumpet blast. Praise him with harp and lyre. Praise him with the tambourine and dance. Praise him with springs and flute. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise The Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 150 1 through 6 in the CSB. Here we see a lot of components, inside and outside, trumpets, tambourines, and more, all with one aim praise Him. And why? His powerful acts, His abundant greatness. So in our sanctuary, or out in the open with a myriad of options to choose from, and for His works, and his greatness, we are to praise him. In other words, it doesn't matter where you are, praise him. It doesn't matter what you have, praise him. If there is breath in your lungs, praise him. Think about what God has done in your life, a roof over your head, food on your table, salvation in your heart. Just think on those things and more, and take some time today to praise him for them. Think about the attributes of God. He is mighty, he is gracious, and so much more. Think of those things for a moment. Take some time today to praise him for him. We would love to connect with you on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. Have a great day. We love you.
0: Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And so for our discussion today, something happened uh, at the tail end of last week that was so strange and so oddly controversial.
2: Okay. So
0: have you seen videos from a guy named Cool Carl? He is a... He has very long hair Wavy hair The weird gross beard and Yeah he's, he's, a, he's a He's like
1: the youth minister guy He's a
0: youth minister yeah. But just Just one of them Like I wanna The term that keeps coming to my mind Is kind of grungy looking But at the same time His hair is on point that It is, is wavy and majestic So
1: He's like <laughs> What was his name? Fabio? Fa- Fabio <laughs> Fabio
0: that- for the hair? Yeah yeah, yeah, I see that. He's but like he not Samuel not anything else. World. But not anything else. Eh. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he he um he has a an on you know they're a part of a company called Sunday Cool, right? Which makes T-shirts uh, really high-end, very nice. Like we've we've gotten a couple uh, for our youth group here. They do focus a lot on youth culture uh, and helping out youth groups. But they also have videos, like a lot of funny videos, and it's usually like Gen Z versions of, uh, of things. And lately they've been doing like Gen Z Bible translations. And they're all over the top. They're all meant to be goofy, but they're just using as much of the current um, Gen Z lingo slang that they can to try and make a funny translation of certain Bible verses. Uh, stuff like this. We'll play a little bit of them for you.
5: Isaiah 40 verse eight. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Mimu food goes bye-bye and pedal pads take an L, but G scripts are perm. Psalm 147 verse three. He heals the brokenhearted and binds their wounds. He doctors your saddies and band-aids your boo Micah 7, verse 8. Rejoice not over me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Don't flex on me, sus dudes. If I slip, I don't dip. When life goes on dark mode, Cap G keeps it lit. Psalm 34.4, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. I Marco pillowed G, and he didn't leave me unread and snatched up all my scaries. Psalm 119 verse 11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I got your holy scripts padlocked in my chest thunder. Matthew 5, verse 44. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Love thy boomer and pray for them Karens. Wait a second. Who's Karen? You're a Karen. No, I'm a Carl. Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, Zoomer. Get it? It's a Gen Z. Nine or ten. What? Oh, sorry. I thought you asked me how many times I thought you wet the bed this month.
0: <laughs> Stuff like that. which you know there's an audience for it
1: there is not gonna be for
0: everybody's taste but
1: my my 14 year old (laughs) i he would totally watch it
0: so they have been working on making a a gen z devotional now since i've been doing these videos there's been this cry like do a do a gen z whole bible translation
1: oh my god!
2: like
0: now that's you know, they've never pursued that because now that that'll be a bit heretical. Mm-hmm. That's that's getting a little too far. That's crossing a line.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But doing
0: these really funny over the top things on specific verses, that's okay as long as we're putting it into context with the real verse. And so that's what the idea was. Let's make a Gen Z devotional. We'll come out straight with the actual like the ESV or whatever uh verse, do a little bit devotional and then at the tail end of it, we'll have like a funny Gen Z translation of that verse. Okay, That's what the devotional was. Several of these. Lifeway was producing it. Lifeway got this big push and then over the weekend, or not the weekend, I guess I think it was last Thursday. Last Thursday they had this big reveal of a lot of different things that they were coming out with. A lot of different curriculum and devotionals and things that they were releasing and one of them was with Sunday Cool, and it had Cool Carl and his other associate, the two guys that Mm -hmm. run the company. They were both on there on this live stream. They got to talk about it and share how excited they were, share what it was, share a bit out of it. And then they got to be a part of a panel with all the other authors and whatever. It was really cool. Within three hours, Lifeway releases this statement. Let me get to it here. Wop, 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 wop. Three hours' time passes, and on the same page where that live stream is going live, they post this. A statement from our team on the word according to Gen, Gen Z devotional. LifeWay students' greatest desire is to serve the next generation by introducing them to a lifelong devotion to God's word. Recently, in partnership with Sunday Cool, the creators of the popular YouTube series with Cool Carl, our team released a 30-day devotional journey called The Word According to Gen Z. This product features a key biblical text using the ESV, a short lesson from the scriptures, an application section, and a playful, over-the-top summary of a verse written as a parody of Gen Z lingo. There was no intention at any point of doing a translation of the Bible for Gen Z. If you've ever been in student ministry, you know that some of the activities you plan don't always bring out the effect that you hope for, and that's what happened in this case. Some people, when they saw this product, assumed that LifeWay decided to translate the Bible in an irreverent irreverent manner in order to reach Gen Z. This was not the case. Still... In order to ensure there is no confusion about our reverence for and commitment to the authority and seriousness of the scriptures, we have decided to no longer publish this product.
1: What?
0: Three hours later, before the product is really in anybody's hands, it hasn't even been published or sent anywhere. But just based on a reaction from the video and a misunderstanding of what it is, people calling in and complaining, they cancel it. They lay out entirely in this, this post what it is, really, and why it would be a good fit. But then say, Never but mind. since a lot of people complained, forget about it. Yeah. So imagine being these two guys a Sunday Cool, mm-hmm. having just been on this live stream, not three hours earlier, yeah. to be suddenly told this isn't happening after the i think it's been two years of work they've put into it Mm -hmm. so that happened and we were up uh me the the youth guys at this church were all following it we're trying to see when are they gonna release a response what's it gonna be is it just gone is all their hard work just kaput what's gonna happen Will LifeWay turn around and say, never mind, we'll do it? Will they stand up for the product that they had invested in already? Uh, So, no, they didn't. But the two guys responded with another video. And so here's that video now. Gen Z translation. I can't believe this. If the KJV was good enough for Jesus, it should be good enough for them.
5: I declare this canceled. Can't just say it's canceled and expect us to stop printing them. I didn't say it, I declared it. Either way, we have a passion for spreading the gospel in a fun yet engaging way that has potential to make the youth of this nation fall more in love with God's word and his truth. Well, if I could speak my truth, I don't like you. Hey, what's going on? Karen's trying to cancel our Devo. What, why would you do that? Because you're different and I don't like things that are different. Don't worry, we're still gonna print the Devo. Perfect. So, awesome. yep yeah,
0: so they're still they're still gonna do it uh, we do have a, a full statement from them but I mean this was less than 24 hours after that happened and they put that video together and they have a pretty good attitude about it. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, but here's their, their full statement that they released, if it'll open up for me. At Sunday Cool, our mission is to serve those who serve. For years, we have worked hard to create a remarkable product and buying experience for our customers. We've also created content that would help youth pastors engage their students. Our content is fun because we know that joy and laughter are from God. One of our passions is helping students engage and grow in love with God's word. And this is what was at the heart behind our Gen Z Devo a devotional focused on the reverence, ministry, and application of the gospel. We have been as frustrated as you are with the events over the past 24 hours, but we want to assure you that we are moving forward with this resource. We know that many of you have placed orders for the devotional, and we are committed to meeting the obligations of your orders. At this point, we are seeking seeking several options for publishing this resource. The book continues to be available for order, and we look to deliver it to you in the coming weeks. Our Our aim in this devotional has not been to create a new translation of Scripture or in any way to alter the integrity or reverence of God's Word. Rather, we use exaggerated, over-the-top, fun expressions to express the truth of the Bible. In every page, we include Scripture from the English Standard Version to enable students to see what Scripture says and dive deeper into God's Word. We hope that this devotional and format will create a hunger in young people to dive deeper into the Bible and grow in their faith. We want to thank you for the overwhelming support we have received from so many of you. Your love and support are such a blessing. Stay tuned. Brock, Carl, Josh, Andy, and the entire Sunday school or Sunday cool team, except for Karen. <laughs> they also, at the end of that video advertise a shirt they have that says love thy Karen on it. Oh, <laughs> I
2: actually like that. <laughs> Which
0: is a good message. But I mean, it's, it's, it's frustrating that, uh, it's frustrating that people were willing to just condemn it with sight unseen. Yeah. Like I've, I I wa- I went back and I watched the live stream, which at this point is still up, with a minute. They explain what it is really well. They explain the message. They explain the point, and they explain the need to reach this new generation of youth in a new way. Because I think one thing that has been clear. Especially in in our church here, is that the 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 desire to be in youth group at a church is far less than it was when you and I were yeah. that age. Yeah, like we were packing the room, and it wasn't because we were all super spiritual. It was just a cool thing to do. At least I don't know. We're we're at the tail end of the Bible Belt. That might be a Bible Belt thing, but. It's just such a massive difference. Now it is a struggle to connect with youth, to get them even in the building, especially now with COVID. Uh, You almost have to bribe them to get them here. And that's because we're still teaching youth the same way they taught youth when we were youth. Mm -hmm. And that can't stay the same. It has to evolve.
1: You can't say bomb anymore. (laughs) And I really just meant that as like the slang term, the bomb.
0: <laughs> but you also cannot say bomb. That's that's bad.
1: I realized that <laughs> as the words were coming out of my mouth. But like that's the right terms have changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Times, I still say dope that's all the, the time. That's the thing. But you say yeah. it, and it it doesn't. You say it to a group of youth kids, and it falls on deaf ears.
0: Yeah, that's you know, true. it
1: doesn't hit them. The same way that if you say it to a group of thirty-something-year-olds, we'd be like, "Hey, that's cool."
0: <laughs> now they talk. Or they talk. we like, "What on earth are you saying?" Because I threw in one word at the tail end of the last segment that you had to read and uh-huh. didn't know was coming, which was sus, which just means suspicious or suspect. You read that and you're like, "What is this?" What saying? Is sus? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's 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 different enough that it's hard to understand. But you go on. TikTok videos or anything else that's how they're talking they say things like that now not as exaggerated as the parody Bible verse that they gave there it was 100% all these words oh
2: yeah
0: Uh, but they throw this lingo in that you just don't know like, I remember on this show or a version of this show a couple years ago, we went over current slang. And it was things like Hundo P and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. None of, uh, that's already gone. That's yeah. already the previous yeah. generation of slang. Fleek. Fleek, that's gone too. Yeah. Yeah. Lit is current, but it's fam. on the way out. Fam is current. I like fam. I like fam. Fam is fam. a nice one. I like fam too. I enjoy using that.
1: Um, Yeah. <sighs> but it,
0: th- go, go ahead. ahead.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we do that often ladies first i don't know what i was gonna say
0: so. <laughs> You're the worst no Sorry. i'm just i'm i'm really upset I, I understand why lifeway did what they did i don't agree with the decision but i understand it because lifeway is already kind of in a precarious situation this year having yeah. closed all their stores yeah. having churches You know, a lot of churches might not even be ordering the curriculum this year just because they don't have Sunday school classes Mm -hmm. currently. You know, it's it's likely hurting. And they were afraid that a massive backlash would just hurt them even further, call for some sort of weird boycott just over a misunderstanding. So I understand it. I think it was rash. I think they shouldn't have done it that quickly. I think they should have given it 24 hours to marinate or at least explain a little bit better. I don't know.
1: When you and Hillary were talking, you were, one of the shows that y'all did, you brought up in conversation Will Smith and his choice to do something. Do he one picked movie. Wild Wild
0: West over The Matrix.
1: Okay, so this is Lifeways <laughs> Wild Wild West. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that's all that I can equate it to. They're mm-hmm. going to look back on this in probably ten years or so, maybe less, five years, and be like... Oh, we really made a mistake there. <laughs> we did not go the right route. Yeah.
0: Now, this was the the backlash was spurred on by a couple. Uh, I mean, obviously Christians, conservatives, uh, but one of them is prominent. He's a he's a and I typically like him. But his name is Matt Walsh. Uh, he's he has a a podcast on the Daily Wire, which is the company that Ben Shapiro runs. Mm-hmm. Uh he got on misunderstanding what this was, thinking that it was a Gen Z Bible translation, and he pulled these Gen Z Bible verses from the videos and posted them on there, posted them on his Twitter, and that stirred up a lot of angry conservatives, thinking that that's what this was, that this was a full Bible translation in Gen Z, and that that was disrespecting what scripture was, what was it about? And that led to kind of this immediate backlash. And that puts me in this position of needing to realize just because a prominent voice is in your sector, in your like conservative mindset or whatever mindset that you're in, just because they have been right on occasion in the past or even most of the time, You should still be fact-checking for yourself. It's the same idea we have with pastors. You're not supposed to go on Sunday and just accept everything your pastor says, every interpretation that he makes, as it has to be true. You're supposed to be doing this stuff for yourself, too. Mm -hmm. You need to check everything against Scripture and also make sure you have all the facts in these kind of cases. We jump to boycotts so easily and I feel like I feel like every time we're getting a little bit better something like this happens where we turn on our own we eat ourselves and I don't understand why we're so quick to be judgy which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. It's just can't take a step back, get all the information, then make a judgment.
1: I feel like everybody's first initial instinct is to lean towards a negative side, to be skeptical in some way of everything that's happening, which, okay, Being
0: being skeptical is not bad, but you shouldn't react immediately on the skepticism without the facts.
1: Absolutely. And that's something, uh, to be completely fair, I think Christians are the biggest group of people who do that who immediately jump to a negative conclusion who immediately think everything that's happening is um equated to the end of the world Mm -hmm. you know and just points us back to times of revelation and okay i understand your mindset i understand your mentality i understand that you to some degree, want to be prepared. You want to know what's happening in the world. You want to be relevant. You want you want your family to be safe. You want for your children to be safe. I get all of that. I understand all of that. But before you do anything, before you make any decisions, before you even go saying anything to your friend group, take a second to pray about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Truly, truly, because every single time that I've taken a second to just take a step back and pray about it, it's really helped me to regain my own composure and my own emotions and go, okay, hold on, let's, t- let's look at this from a clear perspective. Let's look at this from just a, a clean slate without any already formed emotions and just take it for what it is. Step-by-step, step, look it through, just like like you would a scientific equation. You can't go into a scientific equation with all these emotions because what's gonna end up happening is it's going to end up ruining your experiment. It's gonna end up ruining <laughs> your, um, like your conclusion, if yeah. you will. You know, Same thing. Skewing
0: the results. Thank you. Um, the pro- I think the, the, the big issue that came with this came down to not understanding what the motive was behind the translation. A lot of people assumed that this was genuine. Like, they were putting this out there as, this is also the Bible. Or even, I mean, I'm sure there are a few people that understood this was a devotional and it just had that part in there. But they thought that they were putting this this weird slang translation of the verse on the same par with actual scripture, you know, from translations that we know and love. And, of course, that was never the case. This was always supposed to be a humorous, satirical, over-the-top, goofy uh translation using current slang and i know that we have a we have a friend uh he produced a couple segments for our show a while back called the coronavirus bible and he does a thing called uh, his name's john spencer he does a thing called not the bible mm-hmm. he makes devotionals but he makes devotionals where he takes a piece of scripture or a verse or whatever and rewrites it with uh, or just edit it edit its, edits it slightly with you know something going on in current events or whatever to make a point mm-hmm. for which he then does a devotional about uh, and they're brilliant he's got several of them but he self-publishes them but they're all over Amazon there's a lot of really they're really funny stuff the coronavirus bible skits that he made for us was very funny put out a book on that and all the proceeds went to a certain charity helping out uh, certain areas in the covid-19 crisis but He gets that same kind of backlash every now and then thinking that, you know, that's interpreted as him rewriting scripture, Mm -hmm. misusing scripture, when Mm -hmm. that's not the point of it at all. The point of it is to actually pull the truth out of what that scripture really means by pointing to absurdity of people misusing it or people thinking in the wrong direction, because these are usually written as or rewritten as how people actually seem to act. Yeah, in response to these kind of verses, instead of what the Bible really says or what the Bible is is leading you to do, and that is exactly what I feel like. This is what they were trying to do with this devotional: is that you know it's okay to be in this culture, it's okay to be who you are, it's okay to uh, even be goofy and funny, but at the same time. There are important things in this life, important truths that you need to learn, and there is a God who is ready to take your life to the next level. You know, the, it's, it was all about bringing youth who might be disinterested in the church because it's all old and stuffy and refusing to grow uh, with the times. <laughs> and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about any of the controversial things like, you know, gay marriage, any of that kind of stuff growing at times. I just mean, you know, be accessible to new generations and just they're not having it. People yeah. aren't having it. People probably are age. I hate saying that we're getting old, but we're getting old. Yeah. I'm the age my mother was when she had me and I was the last kid by ten years. And I'm like, that's depressing to me. <laughs>
1: I am the age my mother was when she got pregnant with my sister yeah. and she's the baby by 18 years. So <laughs>
0: That's true. Your mom really spread it out.
1: She did. She did. I guess really she's the baby by time. 13 years because there's 13 years between her and my brother mm. who's in the middle. But but it way. was
0: 18 years time for all the kids. Is that what it was? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah no. My From start to my finish. My mom
0: was 13 years. It was my brother. Three years later, my middle brother. And then 10 years later, along came me, a yeah. nice big surprise. After that, she was told she couldn't get pregnant anymore. So, yeah. you know. But yeah. hey, I'm here now, and so the world's a better place. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I'm really excited that uh, Sene Cool is continuing to yes. produce it. Uh, I really wish them well on their hunt for a, a new way to publish it, and I hope it's super successful, and I hope that this slight controversy here uh, which, I mean, it came and gone in 24 hours. Very weird uh, timing. But I hope that it was enough of a springboard to get a lot of people interested in, wait, what's this about? Yeah. I want to check that out. So go check them out. Uh, also, if you need, like, customized T-shirts or even, like, coolies or face masks uh, for your church or youth group or any event like that, they, they're they fantastic. Yeah. They're always Super high quality.
1: We order our VBS shirts from yeah. them,
0: and I think so soft. And they nice? are the best. Like this shirts. is not building them up because we like them. They are literally the best. Like
1: no, fundraiser
0: shirts, a
1: lot of VBS shirts, in, shirts in the past, yeah. and Sunday Cool by far,
0: the best by
1: far, the best quality. <clears throat> just as far as screen printing is concerned, and the shirt quality.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, just, I have I have a coolie from them. Love Thy Nerd did a limited batch of run uh, Love Thy Nerd Coolies uh, from Sunday Cool. It is the most comfortable thing on the planet and uh, I love it so much and I wear it everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Also it's nice because when I I can take it off I don't have to like shove it in my pocket or whatever like other masks. I can just turn it into a do-rag at that point and just carry it around on my head. Smart. Keep my bald head warm. Smart. <laughs> so anyway, check them out. Sunday Cool and Cool Carl videos, of course, on YouTube are hilarious.
1: Hey, can I just give a shout out to my friends on my Facebook?
0: Do because
1: it. no one has said anything about this. And that makes me really proud. Because a good 90, 85, 90% of the people on my Facebook are Christian.
0: I thought you were going to say are judgmental And they've gotten better
1: (laughs) I was getting there (laughs) 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 85 to 90% Are Christian and of that 85 I would say a good 75% Can be quite judgmental (laughs) They would fall Into this category of Not fully researching And understanding what something is Before they jump the gun Mm -hmm. And go against it. So, hey, I'm I'm proud of you, Facebook friends.
0: <laughs> Maybe they just didn't have time.
1: You're growing. Again, You're maturing. Only,
0: only 24 hours. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Keep it here because we'll be back in just a bit to share something that we love.
1: We'll also share the verse of the day and send you on your way. Stick around.
0: morning side hug as our show is coming to a close for today
1: but first i want to share with you something that i love me (laughs) (laughs) i'm about to toot my own horn when uh (laughs) when when we were moving to north carolina you know a week ago (laughs) um
0: (laughs) i was what a great week it was (laughs)
1: I was slightly concerned that we were leaving two incomes and going down to one. And, you know, so I decided to take the plunge and try to figure out supplemental income for our family, how I could help. OK, so I did one of those crazy MLM things. Yeah. You know, and became.
0: schemes.
1: Yeah. Right? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> but I ain't afraid to say it. But at the same time.
0: They can work. If you work it, they work.
1: OK. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, I was a pampered chef consultant. Yes, until I blew up a pot.
0: I blew up the pot. Yeah, I remember that one <laughs> at That's a, a good cooking story. show. <laughs> <Good story.
1: laughs> and I said, "I'm never doing this again." <laughs> but recently, I went to a party. It's called Color Street, and it's it's for ladies. It's nails. It's fingernails. Don't
0: don't, don't be so gender exclusive in this time. <laughs> This is 2020, Mo.
1: It is for the fashion-forward female (laughs) who is concerned with her appearance but also wants to... I don't know. Anyway, forget it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't have your pitch down, I don't have
1: my pitch down. (laughs) So I've recently started selling Color Street and it's... Basically, it's 100% nail polish, but... In strips, yeah, it's and like so a wrap,
0: right? Yeah, like almost yep. like a car wrap.
1: Yeah, exactly. For your fingers. But for your fingernails, <laughs> yep. So there's no drying time. It's super easy, super fast. They have tons and tons and tons of designs, and I love them because yeah. I don't have to go spend eighty dollars at the nail salon between a manicure and a pedicure and the tip. I spend thirteen bucks. Yeah. And get two manicures and pedicures.
0: <laughs> I first heard about that company, um, let's say about a year ago. Yeah. Because I have a friend. It used to, actually used to be the wife of the youth pastor here, my last youth pastor at our church, um, who's doing it. She lives in Portalis, but she's been doing it for a while. And I thought to myself, once COVID hit and all the like salons and stuff closed down, I'm like, Ooh, I bet that's gonna do really well this year. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really have. <clears throat> the only thing is they've because they hit such a huge peak in buying, mm-hmm. they've gone out of stock several times oh, on several yeah, different reps. And so every day they're doing a new this is what we're restocking today, where they pick three or four different Wraps that they've gone out of stock of. cuz I
0: essentially have to print them all, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: That's what yep.
0: That's so weird. Mhm. It's weird. It's a it's a smart idea mm-hmm. for sure.
1: There are things like this that I look up back on and I'm like, "Why when I had this idea, Did I not move forward with it? Yeah. Why did I just think nobody would ever want that? Nobody. That's Mm -hmm. a dumb idea. What are you Mm -hmm. thinking? Like, why did I not move forward? I could be a millionaire.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there is something. I don't remember what it was. There is something that I had the idea like 10 years before it came out Mm -hmm. that someone else made. I'm like, oh, man, I'm so mad. Yep. (laughs) Like, if only, I did, if only I believed in myself more back then, yeah, maybe I'd be the guy making so much money right now.
1: I mean, who was the first person <laughs> to think of boiling coffee beans? You know what I mean? Who was the first person to consider that?
0: Making coffee? Like brewing yes. coffee? Yeah. Know? I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of those things happen by accident.
1: that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like food-related
0: things, it's all accident.
1: Everything kind of happens by accident.
0: Somebody left some milk out once and like, what is this hard substance? I'll call it cheese. (laughs) Tastes good. (laughs) Just cut that mold off. Right? Mm. I don't... (laughs) Who was the first person to to milk a cow and drink the stuff that came out of it? Adam. Ugh. (laughs) 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 oh gracious all right well congratulations on uh loving yourself on my new
1: business (laughs) adventure hey i've already made the same amount of money that i invested into it to get started in two weeks i've already made my money back good job i know i'm kind of proud of myself now it's
0: all profit or what
1: yep now it's all profit all right
0: that's where they get you Ah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah let's close out our show with the bible verse for the day proverbs 4 5 get wisdom get insight do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth thank you for joining us there's a Back Row Morning Show every weekday at 8 a.m. And again at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Mo and I bring you the Morning Side Hug most of the week. And Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday.
1: Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. And join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com.
0: If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of the Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps. And catch up on our new Monday through Wednesday shows.
1: We've been teasing some big changes in the works next week week we'll give you some details on what that entails but we're just over a month away from the full reveal we're excited and we hope you will be too
0: that is it for the show we'll be back tomorrow we hope you will too once again i'm Matt, and i'm mo remember that jesus loves you
1: love thy karen
0: and if you see us around we'd love the side dog
1: bye